friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Kate Warman here, your host, and you're listening to our very special mini series on the Heart of Dating podcast, where we are tackling some of your hottest and biggest dating questions and hangups. Now for this series, I brought on my good friend, J.D. Rogers, who is a pastor at The Porch, the largest young adults ministry in the world. And he also happens to be a single dude, okay? Now today, J.D. and I are talking about how to stop making first dates so weird. Because y'all, I don't know what it is, but as Christians, we just can't seem to get this right. We put a lot of pressure on first dates. We make them awkward. We aren't even able to really enjoy ourselves. And we also have a tendency as a community in our church communities to freak out whenever we find out that two people we know are going on a date. Y'all, we need to chill. In the words of Taylor Swift, we need to calm down, okay? So JD and I redefine how we should look at a first date, what the goal of a first date is and should be, and how we can actually enjoy this process of dating. I also venture to say this episode is not only for first dates, but it really goes into the first few dates in the dating process. So are you ready for it? Are you ready to stop being awkward and making first dates so weird? I want you to enjoy your next first date. Let's get into it. And we're back, JD. What's up? Here we go. Round. <laughs> what round are we on? I don't even know what round we're on. So we are on whatever round. And we're. I'm pumped Welcome. about. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Okay, I'm really pumped about this conversation because I think this is such a unique topic. We are talking tonight about uh, how to stop making first dates so weird. And I think that this is unique to Christianity or Christian dating, basically, because I just think that we as Christians and trying to date make first dates so weird, so weird. Like, do you see this, JD? Yes, pet peeve. Yes, (laughs) I do. Oh my god! We have to put an end to it. It has to stop. Okay, Uh, (laughs) it stops here. So, why don't we start? Like, tell me some of your like biggest pet peeves of why you see people do this and why you think it's awkward and should be stopped yeah, totally okay well first off there's so many there's so many variables because like you go from like if you if you haven't been a christian your whole life or if at any point in your life a lot of people the problem is they're transitioning from like cultural dating which honestly isn't really healthy and there's not really even dating involved a lot of times it's like hookups yeah and then you meet someone that's actually kind of cool and you're like i want to keep hooking up with you and then now we're boyfriend and girlfriend and suddenly we're exclusive and we kind of like stay over and play house and how did we get here I don't really know and that that's not healthy and so I'm not saying and like honestly the reason why that might have even felt more quote-unquote smooth or natural is because you probably both had liquid courage or something to the effect the first time you ever met so you weren't even your true self and what's funny about Christian dating I think why it can be so awkward for people is because it's like whoa I have no liquid courage I'm not in my element. I had to actually go and and talk to this stranger <laughs> about my about just me, and then like just get and they had to just talk about them, and all we have is ourselves. And, and we're not hooking up at the end of the night. <laughs> so like- and, yeah, and, we're, and nothing will like nothing will like blur this night or make it where like we get to dismiss like healthy dating. So I'll say this: I'll I'll like relieve some pressure right off from the bat and say, to a degree, healthy dating does have some 
uniqueness or some challenge or some might say weirdness or awkwardness or some uncertainty or you can put whatever label you want on it that is just not normal to your everyday relationship in life Mm. and that's okay yeah like that's okay so that's where I think a lot of people get it wrong is they don't see that as okay like Mm. embrace it embrace that you're about to sit down with potentially a stranger or someone that you you need to get to know or you will be going on dates and you're 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 breaking those like boundaries of asking really intentional questions and you know, breaking the silence and, hey, how is this going? And like, it's such a, it's, I think one of the ways that people get it wrong, it feels awkward is like they step in like it's like dating is an interview in a way, but it's not actually an interview. I think it's more <laughs> like, of an interview. It's like an evaluation process and it's not, but the thing to clarify is that the first date is not the like end all be all evaluation. In my opinion, like I think that it's, you're not trying to, evaluate every single thing about the person on a first date to see if you could marry them. That's where we get it wrong. You know, we try to make the first date this epic interview of like, yes, I'm going to bring you in my life or no, I'm not. And I think that's where we have problems. (laughs) It is an evaluation though, over time, of course. So much expectations. Yes. So much pressure. Yes. I have one agenda on a first date. It's like, I'm going to make a like I'm going to get to know a person more than I knew them and I'm gonna like I I don't want to even say like I'm going to I'm going to walk out with a new friend cuz that people could be like beto beto friend zone friend zone like that's not what I'm saying but what I am saying is like man I want to know them more and and I do want to evaluate in a healthy way to see if there's a second date not a yes. wedding ring a yes. second date by the end of the night but also, I just want to have fun. Yeah. Like, I just want to have Say fun. It. I want to laugh. <laughs> I want to laugh. I want to tell stories. I want to let my guard down. And I just want to be, I want to be who I am, like who I am, own who I am, and just like go for it. What's okay? What's so funny, Kate, is if people are coming in weird and like all this pressure and all these expectations and it's built up, you're not even giving each other like an honest evaluation right you're not even giving each other like your yourselves like yeah and and you're not having fun like you're not gonna have fun like if you're in your head about it so much and I get it I don't want to like put blame on people I get it there's a lot of reasons why you have made this up to be something such a big deal maybe you've never been on a date maybe other people around you are making it a big deal we'll talk about that in a second but I think as best as we can we need to see this as an opportunity to seriously just get to know an amazing person that God has created. Like literally it's like this person's in front of me. What a cool opportunity to converse with somebody who has a totally different background, sees life a completely different way. I get to learn about how they were brought up maybe, or like where they lived and how cool is that? And like, I want to be curious and just get to know like about another person. Like, wow, that's great. Um, and like, you know, like, and we get to practice, practice asking questions, practicing, staying engaged, practice flirting a little bit. Like, that's great. Like uh, dating, going on dates is a great opportunity to do that. (laughs) And you get to, you get to be impressed, Mm. not impressive. Ooh, yes, that's it. Like you get to go, I'm going to be in this moment and there you are person, not a here I am person. Oh, there you go. Humility looks good on everyone. Yes. 
like dating, I think so many people walk in going, I'm going to wow them. Right. And it's like, no, walk in and be wowed. Yes. Like set them up to be the shining star. And I'm telling you, if both people come in wanting to be wowed, like rather than wow the other person, you're taking pressure off yourself and then you're setting them up for success. So if both people are coming in with the mindset of setting the other person up for success, you're going to feel like you succeeded yes. because you're both going to be like, wow, I was so pursued and I was so, they were so interested and wow, they were so engaged in what I was saying. And a lot of times, like if you're trying to be the one that's interesting rather than being interested, you ask them a question, but then you're evaluating, oh my gosh, okay, at the end of this answer, they're going to say, well, what about you? And so you're already thinking about your answer yes, and you're and not, you're not engaging. interested. You're not yes. engaging. You're not, you're not, you're not making eye contact and, and nodding and giving nonverbals and, and ladies, like when he, when he drops an obvious flirt, like grab his wrist and laugh, you yes. know, like there, there's just so many different things that you can do, but you have to be fully present and about them in the moment to get to fully do it yes. um, and not be so caught up in your, get out of your head, you know? Uh, and something that I want to just point out with what you just said is guess what is going to be the most impressive things to the person. What it, what it's going to be at the end of the day is I'm going to, what leaves me the most impressed is when I was on a date and I felt genuinely that that person cared to get to know me. And so mm-hmm. by being engaged, by staying curious, by being in the moment and not just trying to perform for that person or impress them, you're actually going to inadvertently probably impress them more. And that's the funny part versus me. I'm, you know, like, so if you can just focus on, I'm trying to make them feel, I always say this to people, make them feel seen, heard, loved, valued in whatever way you can, you know? So like if they say something really cool, wow, that's a really cool talent or I think that's so awesome. And it seems that you're super cultured that you lived in France for six months. Wow, that's so interesting. Like, you know, you're complimenting them, showing that you're interested and asking more questions. Like that's going to make the other person leave being like, wow, that person was super engaging. And I felt like they just cared about who I was and they weren't sizing me up for marriage. They were genuinely interested, you know? Exactly, exactly. Like they're not, they're not some agenda for you. Like they're not, they're not the means to an agenda in your mind. They are a human being, like you said earlier, who is made in the image of God, who has their own story, their own perspective, their own worldview. And they have something to teach you. So learn yes, and be a student of, be a student of them. Like yes. let them teach you. Oh. Everyone will feel so valued by that. Oh my gosh. And, and yes, go ahead. Something's coming up for me. I heard <laughs> Bob Goff say once, and I love Bob Goff. He's just such a happy, like happy-go-lucky person. And he said, I like to live each day. Like I am trying to live a noteworthy life. And he says that he literally goes to like, how many times have we been to coffee with a person? And then someone asks us later, Hey, how was your coffee with so-and-so? And we're like, it was good. Like, and that's all we say. And he's like, what if instead we took a notebook with us and like actually caught nuggets from our conversations that we paid attention so much so that it's more than just like, oh, it was a good time. It was like, but no, I'm, I'm making notes of things I'm learning from people. I'm like, I'm paying attention and I'm not just letting moments pass me by. And what if we could live a noteworthy life by making our dates and even just a first date, like an opportunity to really care about learning about somebody else and even learning oh. about yourself because the questions you get asked, you're like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm stepping out and being vulnerable a little bit and sharing that. Okay. This feels mm-hmm. interesting. Why did that feel so hard? You know, you're learning about yourself in the process too. It's so funny. 
this is okay. Now this is a hot take with JD. This is not what you should do or how you should evaluate a date and how it's going. This is strictly, I don't know if it's my upbringing. I don't know what, but when I'm on a date, it's so funny. One of the things that I'm watching for the most is how she is to everyone else besides me. Yeah, that's good. So like, how does she interact with the host when we walked in the restaurant? Like, how does she interact with the the waiter or waitress? How does she interact with people that we're sitting with as we're waiting to go be seated? Like, how does she interact with me? But is she on her phone? You know, is, is there something more interesting going on on her phone? Right. And, you know, is she fubbing. Um, That's what I call fubbing. It's a phone snub. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like there's I'm just watching who she is in like just the most normal when she's not feeling like she's in the interview. Right. Like when she's in, the, in when she's in the atmosphere of like normal life around the date. Like I'm watching for those things. Yeah, that's and good. Yeah. Because I and I and I think I think that's for the guy and the girl to know. Like I'm evaluating how does this person see people? How does this person see mm-hmm. opportunities? How does this person see an opportunity to extend love and and uh, interest and in kindness. every person yeah. they meet and kindness? Yes, and like and like give off just Ooh. energy and, and all the different things and that stuff. Really, like it really that's a character thing. Yes, it, it just sticks can- out anybody can sit across from you and be anything like I'm an Enneagram three. So like, that's so important. Like, sure. I could be on a date and I'm going to, I could say to myself, this is going to be the best date ever. And I will make that person have the best date ever because I'm in performance mode. You know what I mean? Versus, but like, then maybe on the side, I'm like, I'm clearly a little bit arrogant. I'm like not treating other people right. So it's so important to be, pay attention to how they interact with everybody and not just you because there is a level where we feel like we are on our quote unquote best behavior on a date. So you should look at how they're interacting with others. I love that. Now, something I want to ch- touch on JD too is like, I, well, first that you said this and then we'll go into like, who should you tell you're going on a first date? But I love that you said your goal of a first date is really just if I want to see if I want to go in a second. And I think as Christians, we miss the mark. We're like, do I want to marry this person? And for women, we're like, can I see my last name being their last name? And could they be the father of my future children? And how much money does he make? (laughs) And like, literally all these questions are in our heads. And I'm like, y'all got to just stop. Like, just do you know enough to go to say, I want to spend one more night with this person? Like, you know, getting to know them a bit more. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And I think that right there uh, is there's a lot of I have I don't have much sympathy and I, I know that can be sound harsh but I don't have a lot of sympathy for people who complain why am I single why am I single when they're when they're about when they're going into dates like that because it's like because you're holding everyone to husband expectations on a first date yes. like you're never going to find, they're never going to meet that. Or they like, say they will, no to dates where they could just yeah. be more open-minded about a, saying yes and see what happens. You know, right? There's there's, that they, they, they think they know what they want so much that it limits them from even being persuaded or changing. And, and that's what you really got to watch out for in the whole like type thing. Yes, um, that's good. Like, there, there's character things that you should never waver on and you should know right now. That's part of my type. If that's what you're talking about when you say type, go for it, girl. Go for it, guy. Like keep, keep, keep those things firm. 
But just the things about like, how much does he make? What does he do? Father of my children? Is he sporty? Is he whatever? Like that kind of stuff. It's just like, that might be the limit, the limiting factor that's keeping you in your singleness because no one's ever enough to, to amount to your type to your Boom. expectation yep. and yep. so that's a preference that. that's a preference yeah. over a non-negotiable it's like okay cool we both love country music if they didn't love country music is that my ultimate deal breaker oh can't see myself you know what I mean like even for me I am not a camper yeah. and I've gone out with guys in here in California the lots of people love camping and like I'll go on dates and like the guys like I love camping and I'm like I do not <laughs> you know, and I'm not necessarily writing them off though. On the first date, I'm like, I'm here to get curious. Do I, did I have a good time with this person? How did I feel around them? Did I um, feel like there was, you know, and are there, is there enough that I know about kind of their character to say, yeah, I want to go out again and just try this again. I mean, one of my things I say to people too, is like, I think why we also make it weird is like sometimes we go on these like six to seven hour first dates and I'm like, well, y'all, of course it feels weird. You just spilled your whole life story to them. Like, and <laughs> Leave mystery. And then like, <laughs> then it doesn't work out and you feel heartbroken. Well, then don't go on six hour dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's funny, but you, I was just thinking when you said, I don't really like camping, whatever. It's like. But you're limiting yourself from going, I didn't like camping, but I like camping with you now. Oh, like, you know, look at like, that. Yes. You, you, know, you, just, you never know. Like that you person, go. you could become about that person over that the once preference. Mm. And now suddenly that preference is changing because you're so about the person, not the preference. Yes. And it's like, I don't care what we're doing now, as long as I'm doing it with you, because you make everything fun. I'm, I'm just liking being with you, but yeah. you don't even let yourself get there because your preferences are exceeding the person. Ooh. And, and that's just where things can get super just, just, well, we're eliminating people. I mean, they'll keep you stuck. Yeah. What, what it and it'll make you feel like you have no options and that dating sucks when we're all, honestly, the, we're all the guys yes exactly <laughs> hey come to my dms that's it right let's address who should you tell when you're going on a, someone asks you on a first date we're in the same church community or we have similar friend group groups because this is where another place where it does get weird um another way christians make first dates weird so who should we tell when we get asked out on a first date yeah uh oh um, you should met, you should put it in the announcements bulletin <laughs> at your church. <laughs> no, oh, Lord, well, I, here's, here's I think sometimes I feel at least in my bubble of ministry and dating context here in Dallas, I feel like this is what sometimes happens. Guy calls girl or guy sees girl. Hey girl, I'd like to take you on a date. You, me, Friday night, pick you up at seven. It's a date. All right. See ya. Hangs up. She steps outside and she's like, ladies assemble and they come running from all different corners yes. and they're all like what did he say what did he say oh my and, gosh and shoot what, it's true what they don't realize what's happening is is what feels like a fun moment it's like you pretty much just threw a wedding shower for a first date <laughs> and, and like a dating shower you know oh maybe that should goodness. be a thing yes and, oh shoot and they're what are you gonna wear where are y'all gonna go what are y'all texting what are, and everyone is suddenly you guys would be so, so cute invested. together oh my gosh yes your last name is perfect you know whatever i can already see the wedding hashtag on instagram and you know all this different stuff and people love love people also love to celebrate one another and so there's not i'm not downplaying those things and those are amazing things 
but they have to be in the appropriate time and place and in the right context because here's what <laughs> oh happens. The girl stuff, I'm, I mean, no offense, but girls kind of always be doing that about anything. Yes. Like, you you sign up for Pilates? It's girl oh, talk. my gosh, Pilates! Like, they're all, like, talking, like, let's get mimosas after, and they're all, you know, whatever. Oh, like, my gosh. In each other. Seriously. They're in each other's world always, and that's great, and I, I love that for them. I think what happens is, is this is where it can get crazy and weird is because they freak the guy out because now those four girls that that guy barely knows, they're like, oh, Jake, I heard what you're doing Friday night. And he's like, you did? And then the next girl's like, so how, you ready for Friday night? And then the next girl's like, oh my gosh, I just want to say, Heather changed my life. And the guy's like, wow, this is like really a thing like how many people know this oh my and gosh, the game great. of telephone just gets to the guy and now he's like wow there's a heather lot of is super <gasps> heather is super into friday night and the reality is that she just told you know her closest friends and so all that to say i think i've read enough mail um all that to say i think you should be so intentional about who you share it with and you should really put thought into it not because there's not a lot of people that you can trust but I think you're you're sacrificing in that moment something great with something good because, you know, like all that celebration and stuff will come in due time. Uh, and if you're running, though, for everyone to know that you're going on a date and you got pursued and you got the, you know, you whatever, it's like you're probably putting a little too much weight, weight <laughs> yeah. yeah, into that. Yeah. and. And so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not making fun of anyone. I'm not, I'm not making anyone feel bad if that's been them before. Uh, but you're just putting so much pressure on that guy or guy vice versa with that girl. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, and then you run the risk. That's why guys say to me, I don't like to ask girls out in my church community. They make it too much of a big deal. And then if it doesn't work out, they all find out. And like, I don't, I feel like everybody knows and they just feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my gosh, it didn't work. So we need to just women, this is for you right now. I just, as a lady, like, I get the girl talk. I get it. But be cautious about the girl talk and share with a very few set of close friends. And you also have to be aware. Who are you sharing with? Is it your friend that's like, like going to go tell everybody? Okay. Like, let's be real. Like you need to keep this like, Hey, this is really private. I did want to share this with you. I'm excited, but please keep this between us. I'm like trusting you because I think also when we share it with so many people and all those people make it a big deal, then we're going into the date feeling like it is such a big deal. And I think that if we can just tell a handful of people and they're like, that's great. Let me know how it goes. That It will help us to just level set that this is just a first date, not a marriage proposal. <laughs> you know, like, totally. and then we also, it really, like if you do that also helps you to relieve the pressure from yourself because the other girls after the first date are all going to be texting you how to go how to go how to go and if it didn't Mm -hmm. go that well you're feeling all this pressure because you're gonna have to talk to your girls about how it went like and you're like "Ah, ah, ah, it has to go well you know like like, exactly what does it mean if he doesn't like me what does it mean if it doesn't go well am i unworthy am i never gonna be chosen like it's terrible so let's just say i'm yeah i am going on a first date it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to it and and that's it y'all that is it but you don't blab it around to lots of people and definitely don't tell your whole small group oh my goodness please 
Yeah. <laughs> that small group just became a big group. <laughs> yeah. Like now <laughs> church telephone happened. And ladies, yeah. if you want the guys to ask you out more, try to do this because if we can calm down, they're going to feel more comfortable asking out girls in within our church communities. Okay. That's just one thing. <laughs> yeah. And like, also though, like to the fellas, like, like don't, don't be so afraid. Like, to hear so many guys like, well, I don't want to ask out girls because the pressure and all that, like, bro, at the end of the day, like you can navigate if she's about it. And if here's the thing, okay, like if a guy feels like a girl is worthy and like about when I say worthy, I mean like she is God honoring, God fearing, pursuing the Lord, you know, an amazing girl with a great reputation and a good head on her shoulders, he's not letting that stuff stop him. And so it, it there is a line. I, I get it. I don't think this is like a deterring factor. Like this is like, oh, because this happened, I'm out. I think it can just cause we're talking about not making first dates so awkward. Yeah. So like I think the guys can push through it and still go on the date. And so for both people, don't let who you tell, like we're just saying this as a helpful tip. Yeah. Like, don't let who you tell um influence, like stay sound as you enter into that day, like this is about this person, not those people and what they think and what yes. they, their opinions and what they know. This yeah. is about this person, not them. Yes. And it's okay if I don't like them. I'm allowed to not like them and it doesn't yep. have to ruin everything. Like it's not like a bomb has to explode. You're not required to like g continue to fully date that person or marry them. Okay. Let's just whew, everyone take a breath. It's just a date. And yep. let me just say, if you don't kiss them on a first date, which I don't recommend you do, then awesome. Mm -hmm. You can still be friends. If like you go on a handful of dates and it doesn't work out like, hello, everybody, that makes it way less awkward. When we get uncomfortable is when you go on a first date and then y'all end up kissing and then you're like, whoopsie, um, don't actually like this person. And, but I just kissed them. Now I feel that. Okay. So let's just stop that because it'll help <laughs> the whole scenario even more. Okay. JD, any other last thoughts on that? <laughs> no yeah that's definitely should not do that uh <laughs> and if you are trying to do that i would just again go why why yeah, why why, why, why? yeah and then and i would just say to the ladies right now dodge that kiss you're not <laughs> obligated to kiss back like turn to the right turn to the left take a step back yes. like put that finger up on that lip and say i don't know what you thinking Ah. This deserves a, this deserves a second, third, fourth. This deserve this is gonna be your girlfriend before you even think about yeah, getting yeah, the kisses. Yeah. You know, like like yeah. this, you know you can, you know he might just be swept away. You might you might be so amazing and smell so good and look so great <laughs> that he just can't help himself. He's like a puppy with a wagging tail. Yeah, but like don't take on such a victim mentality where you're like, well, he went in. I didn't want him to feel bad. Blah blah blah. Like no, you don't no, have to you're, kiss him. <laughs> Yeah, like know your know your boundaries on a first date and know what oh, you're about and, and go and stay true to that. And I will just say to that, I say at the beginning of most first dates, and it may seem awkward, but I'm just like, hey, so I just want to get this out of the way. Like, I'm so excited to be here, and because like people have different thoughts on first dates. I want you to know that I'm not going to kiss you on the first date. And just in case at the end, if I'm going in for the hug, just know that. 
And I've literally <laughs> said that to guys just to level set it, you know, because I'm just yeah. meeting them. I don't know what they're thinking. And I don't know if they're if they've kissed on first dates in the past, but I don't I'm not going to do that. So to avoid that little awkward. Oh, yep. Giving side hug. They're like, <laughs> I try to totally. tell, I tell them oftentimes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And so with that being said, like, I think just the recurring thing we're saying is like, take the pressure off, breathe, be interested in them over interesting to them. Yeah. Help each other, say each other up for success. If, if a person does something that was awkward or if they like, you know, did something that could potentially embarrass them, like don't highlight it, you know, like, yeah, just like, just like be kind and like, and, and know that both of you are taking a risk. Both of you are in it together and just support the other person. And, have fun yeah like that's my biggest exactly dating kit doesn't have to be like we can't actually enjoy it boom have totally fun okay yes got it this show is part of the converge podcast network 